to Nuts and Noteworthy, the podcast where we talk about mental health, self-care, and everything in between. I'm your host, Rain, and today we're going to talk about a topic that is very close to my heart, healing your inner child. I had a not-so-awesome childhood wherein I have lots of constant pressures because the people around me have lots of expectations towards me. And aside from that, um, I grew up in a family that was poor for most parts. We used to live along the railroad for eight years wherein you can hear the choo-choo of the train every 5.30 a.m. and that will be my alarm clock for, you know, before going to school. That will be the alarm clock that I will hear because it's so loud. And at the same time, it will be shaking my bed. It, it, it can be easily felt because the house that we used to live along the railroad, it's just made out of scrap wood, scrap metal, you know, scrap uh, roofs like that. It... it it actually looks like a shack or it's actually a shack. Yeah, that was the house that, that we had for eight years there along the railroad. And since we are illegal settlers there, um, it's actually because uh, it's a government owned property. Yeah, we're illegal settlers. And for that, we don't have electricity. So we relied on this thing called jumpers. If for those who doesn't know what a jumper is, a jumper is like um, wherein you tap in tap electricity uh, from a source. And in this case, our source uh, is from uh, from the subdivision <laughs> from the subdivision nearby. And um, we we have uh, my parents have uh, no our work um, our neighbors and our parents um, they have this thing that they tap, I think, in a electric post. Uh, that's far as I can remember. They tap it there without the people knowing in the subdivision. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it was mean. Yeah. It, it was rude to do that. But, you know, they have to do what they have to do because uh, or else we don't have electricity there and life will be so much uncomfortable. And when it comes to water... We get it from deep well and, yeah, oh, not just deep well, because we also get it from um, a good water source and our water source is also from the nearby subdivision. But this time we, we pay it. We, we pay it. Our family pays for those um, jugs, pails that we um, get from the faucet of the subdivision, uh, the subdivision um people well you know they they offer that service to us we just pay them whenever we um, get water from them and yeah life was so hard there were times that you know because since we're just doing jumper for our our electricity there will be moments that we won't have electricity for three to five days because the Meralco the electricity company they will take down all the jumpers so we will not 
be having any electricity for three to five days because my parents and our neighbors along the railroad tracks, we will be they will be waiting for the right moment wherein they can, you know, tap again. Because the Meralco people, <laughs> for three to five days, they will be having people watching that post where we used to tap. <laughs> yeah, they will be guarding it. So, you know, they just wait for the perfect moment that usually lasts for three to five days that we don't have electricity. So, aside from that, that is not just the hardship that we went through, uh, me and my siblings went through. Uh, as far as I can remember, there was a moment that th this is the one of the moments that really pushed me so hard on being better in life that that made me decide that I never want to go back in a lifestyle like this because it's so hard for me as a child growing up in that, you know, in that situation, living um, in a house that, you know, <laughs> it gets so hot at daytime and gets so cold at night because there's no ceiling. It's just roof, and then the walls are just made of wood, scrap wood. It, it was hard. And that life-turning point that, you know, made me decide that I really want to push myself, whatever it takes to be a successful woman someday, is the time that my brother, my youngest brother, was just, you know, um, he was duly born. Uh, I think that was like 2006. There was a strong typhoon, and then our house slash shack was badly damaged by a mango tree that was uprooted and then it fell down on our house slash shack so half uh, three-fourths of the house uh, of the house i guess was badly damaged and almost like the doorway was closed because the the big mango tree fell down and the only thing that's left uh, about that in that house that we had is the bedroom. That was the only part that that was left. And then it was still raining so hard. The wind was still blowing hard at that time. And then you know, me and my siblings would feel the rain, you know, on our skin because it's just like the bedroom and the it's just the bedroom that was left. Most of our house was damaged, and we were almost trapped inside because the doorway was almost closed by the mango tree that fell down. We were crying, my siblings were crying. Me at the time, I was crying because I was scared. And at the same time, I was angry. I was really mad because why do we have to be in a situation like this? We can have a better life. I was telling that to myself, we can have a better life. And I told myself, yes, we will have a better life. Me and my siblings won't, we won't go through this through this same thing again when we grow up. I will push myself and I'll do my best to be a successful woman someday. Yeah, that was the turning point that made me push so hard in life. The poverty and all the hardships, all those things that I lacked when I was young, that took a toll on me growing up. But here's the thing. I know I'm not the only one who has had a difficult childhood. And I know that there's so many of us out there who grew up with trauma, abuse, neglect, or other adverse experiences that shaped who we are today. 
these experiences can create wounds that we carry with us into adulthood. And they can affect our relationships, our self-esteem, and our sense of worth. And actually, not just that. So many things gets affect, got, gets affected into our adulthood just because of these wounds. That's why I wanted to talk about healing your inner child today. It's a concept that has been around for a while now, but it's not widely understood or talked about. So what does it mean to heal your inner child? Well, simply put, it means addressing the wounds that you carry from childhood and learning how to nurture and care for your younger self. It means recognizing that the experiences you had as a child have shaped who you are today and that you have the power to change the way you relate to those experiences. For me, healing my inner child started with my life coach's advice. She asked me to try this um, thing, um, well, like by talking to my younger self, by simply imagining me as an adult and me as a little girl. At first, I was actually skeptical about it because I found it weird. How, how should I do that? How can I do that? But in the end, still, I gave it a try. And I'm telling you, I'm actually telling you, it made me cry a lot. It did. I saw myself as a little girl, scared and alone. I felt all the pain, the sadness, and the anger that I had buried deep inside me for so long. But, but then I saw myself as an adult standing next to the little girl, holding her hand and telling her that everything is going to be okay. It was a very powerful moment for me because it made me realize that I'm still that little girl inside and I need to take care of her. I need to acknowledge her pain and her struggles and I need to show her love and compassion. And so do you. So do you, my friend. Healing your inner child, I know, is not an easy process and it's not something that happen happens overnight. It requires patience self-compassion, and a willingness to face your pain and your fears. But it's worth it. I'm telling you, it's worth it to feel the weight of, to feel those weight, the weight of those wounds be lifted off your shoulders, to feel the joy and the freedom of being able to live your life without those burdens holding you back. So... If you're listening to this podcast right now and you're struggling with your own inner child wounds, know that you're not alone. There are so many people out there who have gone through similar experiences and are working towards healing themselves. You don't have to go through this alone. Seek support from friends, family, a therapist, or if it's really needed, a psychiatrist or a life coach. Talk about your experiences. Express your emotions. 
and give yourself permission to feel. Remember, healing your inner child, this is not about forgetting or erasing your past, but about learning to accept it, understand it, and let it go. many ways to heal your inner child and what works for one person may not work for another and i can share a few additional techniques that you can try these um these techniques some of these i have already tried and some are just based from my research but you know it's still worth giving a try so here it goes first visualization this one this is the one that my life coach um, made me do. That that was the one you heard earlier, at uh, the earlier part of this uh, podcast. That is visualization. You can try imagining yourself as a child and then giving that child, child love, comfort, and support. You can also visualize your, you know, your inner child being safe, happy, and loved. After that, we have journaling. This one also works for me. Um, this way, you're going to write down all your thoughts and feelings, uh, which can be powerful. This can be a powerful way to connect with your inner child and explore your emotions. After that, we also have therapy, working with a therapist who specializes in childhood trauma can be incredibly helpful in addressing your inner child wounds. After that, we also have self-compassion. Learning to treat yourself with kindness and compassion, that is an important part of healing your inner child. This actually just means being patient with yourself, accepting your flaws and imperfections, and treating yourself with the same love and care you would give to to a young child. Last but definitely not the least, another technique that you can try inner child meditations. There are lots of them out there. There are many guided meditations available that can help you connect with your inner child and offer them love, compassion, and support. These are just a few techniques that you can try. Um, and, and the important thing is to find what, per- what works best for you. That's all for today's episode of Nuts and Noteworthy. I hope that this conversation had been uh, helpful and informative for you. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out to me on social media. I actually made a Facebook page already where we can interact with each other, where you can leave comments or a message via Messenger. If you have questions, you know, questions or comments, just leave leave it there. Or you can also go to my website, www.nutsandnoteworthy.com. You can scroll down a little bit there and then get to the get in touch section and then send me an email there and then it will be sent to my email and then uh, we'll reply to you with you know, with any questions that you have or uh, if you need an advice, uh, just send it there. Uh, send your request there. Yeah, so that's it. 
remember, healing your inner child is a journey. And it's okay to take your time. But please, don't give up on yourself. You are worth the effort and the love it takes to heal. Before we end this episode, I want to leave you with a quotable quote. Healing your inner child is like giving yourself a second chance at life. So take that chance. Give yourself the love and the care that you deserve. And know that you are worthy of healing. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you in the next episode. 